All right, what's up, listeners? This is the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast coming at you again with a very special episode. Um, for those of you who clicked on it without reading the title, you're in for a treat. <laughs> for those of you who read the title, spoilers or whatever. I am your host, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd, and I have with me today two very special guests. You um, probably should just get familiar hearing these voices because I'm going to bully them into coming back more and more and more. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> oh, man. So please let everyone know who's with me again today. Course, I'm Akko. And I'm Marcy. And the two of us are the hosts of the Color Pages Book Club podcast, which Woo-hoo. is a bi-weekly show where we talk about fiction, fantasy, and magical realism written by writers from colorful backgrounds. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys. Thank you for showing up and uh, recording with me again. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I will link in the show notes the We Are Who We Are. What was it? We Are What We Are. We Are Who We, we Are. are, who I'm we sure are. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will link that episode in the show notes so you guys can reference that one and, you know, make a marathon of it. Uh, but today, <laughs> we are discussing another show kind of in the same vein. Um, but set mm. in America this time, uh, and it is Generay plus Sean or Generation, <laughs> uh, the I HBO just generation. There we go. Yeah. I, <laughs> the plus, I was like, and I wonder what is if that has something to do with like Generation Y or something. But yeah, it's Generation. It is the HBO Max series. It is a comedy drama. Uh, currently has only one season, and it is. Let's see what the description says. Da, 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 overview high school students explore modern sexuality testing deeply entrenched beliefs about life love and the nature of family in their conservative community i Isn't feel like that stupid? description ah. was very much white it was very much focused on the twins and not on the rest of the cast here yeah that was not yeah I agree. wasn't it that was not it <laughs> and <laughs> this makes me think which, like, I'm just now coming to this realization that were the twins supposed to be the main characters? Because it was never marketed that way to me. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. I think they were, but Chester stole the show. Ha. Rightfully interesting. so. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Because I, yeah. I thought Chester was just, yeah, I was like, I thought, I was like, oh, Chester. Mm-hmm. Is, if, if there was a main character, it would be, mm-hmm. it'd be him. Yeah. Oh. That was my, my assumption as well. But, um, the okay, so it is a HBO Max series. Uh, executive producers include Daniel Barnes, Ben Barnes, Shar uh, White, John P. Melfi, Jenny Connor, and Lena Dunham. Mm. Yeah, so that's I'm mm. like, oh, I feel like this. And then just looking at all of the scenes we got with the twins, because we got none. Well, maybe one with um, with Chester and his grandma, but like the twins. We got them with their parents and maybe the most, like with their whole family, really, from the sister's yeah. wedding. Mm. We got more of them. So, yeah, I could see how they were probably intended to be the uh, main characters of this ensemble cast. Mm. Um, but, eh, I, I don't So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. I don't, that's not, I, if you were like, what's the standout? role of the mm. show i would not have pinned the, at the all twins. at all they weren't great to me 
No. So, um, listeners, so the the cast, really quickly, we have Chester, uh, Justice Smith, which, oh, my God. God. Um, Nathan. (laughs) My apologies. We have Nathan and Naomi. Uh, Nathan is, and I'm going to butcher this name, forgive me, Uli... Schneesnigger. Mm, I feel like that's wrong. Uh, Chloe East played Naomi. Uh, we mm-hmm. had the Riley character played by Chase Sui Wanders. Delilah played by Lakita Maxwell, which mm, that is very. That's, 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 okay, that's a very black sounding name to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Stewart Jared, who plays Sam, which I'll get to him. Jeez, God. Um, Nathania <laughs> Alexander, who plays Ariana. We had the mom of the twins, Martha Plimpton, whose uh, name is Megan on the show. Haley Sanchez, who plays Greta, which I fell for her, and I did not expect that I was going to like her. Yeah. I, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Marwan Salama plays Bo. Sydney May Diaz plays Jay. Um, Sam Tramiel plays Mark. Uh, it don't matter. Um Lucia play, but we've we've mentioned. Give me some general thoughts, ideas, anything. Just hit me. General overview. Okay, okay. I don't mind starting. So, um, I really liked the show, y'all. I loved the show. It was just okay. What I like, truly, where do I begin? Like. I watched it, like, pretty much, I mean, not, like, all together, but, like, basically. Like, once I started with episode one, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a wrap. Like, this is, like, actually everything. (laughs) Um, I loved, more than anything, I just loved, like, the camaraderie throughout the show. I think you you especially see it around the end um, with, like, Mm -hmm. the group of friends with everything going on with, like, Delilah and Jay. And, like, just, like, seeing the group come together and, like, just, like, be a support for one another. I really loved just, like, that trail of friendship. Um... I also just thought that like there's just like a like a like an audacity of adolescence that I just like mm-hmm. really love like an energy there that I feel like they capture really really well and like I don't know like watching it like I mean just for context I'm I'm almost 30 and so watching it I was just like damn like I really I mean my life was not nearly this exciting as <laughs> people, but, like I feel like I can recall being like in high school and just being very like just with my friends, like, whatever, and just feeling, like, kind of just, like, invincibility um, mm. in a way that, like, now it's, like, I don't know, I feel like in, in, in the past it was so much easier to be, like, iconoclast and just, like, doing mm. whatever you wanted to do versus now, not to say that you can't do that, but I think that, like, at, at least my experience, I'll, I'll speak for myself, I feel like as I've gotten older, it gets harder to do things yeah. like that, or, or maybe there's just, like, more on the line or more to lose, um, yeah, or maybe that's just, Less like, a, like a perception. Exactly. Less space for it as well, culturally. So, so yeah, so watching that was just really, really beautiful. I just, like, love seeing that energy. I also thought there was just, like, a lot of very nuanced conversations that Mm -hmm. the show brought up that we'll definitely talk about, because who I got about. But um, all in all, I thought it was, yeah, just, like, just dope. I loved, like, the, just, like, camaraderie and the magic and the fun. It was also just, like, hilarious. Like, there was just a lot of things that were just, like, dropped, like, just hilarious in the show. And I'm just, like, yeah, it was just a very good time. I had so much fun, and where's season two? Like where's season hey, two? Like come on. don't like don't insult me. Like I need a second season. Come on, y'all. But what did God y'all think? Is. Yeah, um, I really liked it as well. I agree with your point, Marcy, about kind of like the iconoclast sort of adventurousness of youth that I think it really portrays, along with sort of the. Um, 
dystopian <laughs> present mm. that a lot of us have been going through for right. most of our youth um, yeah. <laughs> in a way that I think, and I, I like that it's called Generations because I was watching this and I was like, this is written by a millennial, um, probably mm. one of the first, I mean, maybe we're just getting to that era where millennials are, are writing about their experiences because I was like, I don't know if this, this feels closer to a young millennial, which kind of crosses over with Gen Z anyway. Mm. Um, and I like that because there's there's a different relationships, I think, that millennials have with Gen Z. And I think mm. millennial, especially younger millennials, are very a lot closer to Gen Z and the way they see the world and what they've experienced. But for a long time, young millennials haven't really had that showcased on television. A lot of teenage stories are very, very... Um, older millennial i would say gen x-ish in their stories yeah um and so like to see the story talk about like what happens during a lockdown and people just being fuddy daddy and like mm. coming out. Like, you yeah. know that's something all of us experienced and i think an older generation isn't as isn't as familiar with this sort of mundane um you know crisis <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know right. like you know and how kind of like almost farcical it gets not because it's funny not because it's funny but because you're a teenager and it's happening all the time right and it's, it's a dark mm -hmm. sort of mundaneness like uh you know um so i really really mm -hmm. liked those aspects i do i love the camaraderie of the show i really thought marcy actually that chester reminded me of you hey. not <laughs> Not the same. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking it too. <laughs> yeah, but it was mostly in his very subtle expressions of the way he looked happy or smiled, um, mm. or look in looked endeared. I was like, oh, that's you know, I was looking at an old picture of us from college, and I was like, oh, is that so. how that looks like? <laughs> I see. But um, for me, I, I didn't have like I didn't have a high school experience like this. My high school experience was just darker. Like it was like capital G goth. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. No, kind of. <laughs> Um, mm. But it wasn't like this, like it wasn't fun times. But um, so no. I, I tend to feel a disconnect when um watching these youth television shows because I'm I'm kind of like, I don't really know <laughs> if this is accurate or not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, right. But I enjoyed, and it did remind me when I was watching it, it did feel very much like my early college years. And mm. so I was able to mm. relate to it on, on that level, that sort of, camaraderie the sort of hanging out all the time with the same group of people um <laughs> adventurousness you know absurdity stuff um so and and then mixed in with like random dark growing of age coming of age yeah. stuff so <laughs> right yeah what about you yeah. rain oh i hated it no um i love this show <laughs> uh, this was it I laugh when I think about how much I like this because there's a few memes floating around about HBO shows about teenagers where it's like, oh, you fucking bitch, you're going to do some coke? I don't do homework. And so it's like this. <laughs> this and I'm like, I get it. I get it. And, you know, everything is, is made to be like, you know, dissected and whatnot. But this, I honestly enjoyed. I saw a lot of myself. Mm. And a lot of my experiences throughout mm. from like middle school, honestly, through college. And I was like, well, this is eerily familiar. And yeah. some of it could have been like me projecting. But no, like I remember having certain conversations. Now, um, certain topics and like social medias were different. But right. there was an incident mm. with me in the eighth grade with uh, Black Planet. 
and MySpace and like some of my peers. So like mm. a lot of this really felt close yeah. to home yeah. in a way where I was like, God damn, like if I lived in California, <laughs> would it have been a, l- a little bit like more this. familiar or like would I have been casted on this show? Or like, <laughs> so no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, because Rain, the, to your point, like I was like, oh, a millennial just took their like MySpace, whatever, hey. Friendster. I'm just kidding. No one used Friendster <laughs> experience and like was able to translate it into like um, the current modalities in a way that I mm. don't think Gen X could have done because it would be mm. too far and away. And that's why I was like, when I was watching, I was like, this has too much depth of understanding to be. Mm-hmm. To be so like this is someone who ha- has had time to reflect on what yeah. happened mm-hmm. while still being very current, mm-hmm. and that's why I right. was like interesting, interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> no, so real. Yeah, and I, I, I also, I mean, speaking to that a little bit, like I love just like as far as just like the way that the show was put together, like cool. loved the like role of technology in the show, um, mm-hmm. like and how like it was just like integral to what was going on and just like you know the text that people would get and like who they were messaging and stuff like that like it was mm-hmm. just very like i don't know like it just i was i was like yeah this this this, this all this this tracks Trax. um yeah I don't know, like on one end i'm just like oh my god like all the kids on these damn phones but then at the same time i'm like but it also tracks and also bitch you're on your own damn phones <laughs> like what right um so like so yeah but um and also yeah. too just as far as the way the show was put together um I just loved like the 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 way that time was set up. Like mm. um, different episodes were like either just sort of like more linear, just kind of had like a forward progression. But like they did also often kind of use this like multiple protagonists kind of thing, where like an right. episode will start from like say Chester's perspective, and then like I don't know ten minutes in, we see Greta who like may or may not have gone through like the exact same thing, but just right. like, from her perspective, or like continues a little bit, and like or even oh my god, I remember in the I think it was like the seventh episode. Um, it started out linear and then there was a pivotal moment where like it kind of just kept going and then it rewinded and it mm-hmm. used like a question that one of the characters asked to like kind of frame that moment and then it just right. showed it from like that person's perspective and it's just like yes. it was just so like it like branch and come back together and just like mm-hmm. yeah the time like the timing and everything was just like so fluid and so seamless i was like mm-hmm. that's like i feel like that's rather complex to try to like communicate that and like yeah the show just did it really really well and i was like this is this is yeah, interesting I agree. yeah i, agree. I- it was very much like just trying to because I was watching some like 90s television because I don't know why I was doing that, but I was. And mm-hmm. you can there's very much a protagonist, you know, in a 90s yeah. television show or in an early 2000s. Right. Um, and to the detriment, usually to the other characters who right. are interesting. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And sometimes even more interesting than the, than the main Come character. On. Right. Um, and I think this <laughs> <laughs> I think the show really wanted to decentralize the idea of a protagonist like just Mm, on on a mm -hmm. just on a generational level to say like everyone this isn't about one person like your Mm -hmm. life isn't just you living it's just a matter of perception like it is your life and other people's lives and you might just be you know completely irrelevant in someone else's story while you're you know very significant or the the uh you know person that someone else is focus is on it, i think it happens a lot with nathan and chester like nathan's story is very much about chester and chester is like mm. <laughs> i'm sorry who was this yeah who are you? <laughs> like, oh yeah girl i'll listen to your message yeah. later like right uh, right not bothered <laughs> at all yeah. at all but, um <sighs> yeah yeah I, I um 
Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Akko. No, I was just going to say that I think you're right, Marcy, that the cinematography reflects that, you know. Mm. Fantastic. Like, That's the word. Yeah. I've cinematography. Been... cinematography. Yeah. <laughs> that was the word. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it was damn good. I've been watching web series for decades at this point. And the way, you know, shameless plug, the way in which I write when I have mm-hmm. a cast of more than two characters felt very similar to that party scene where you'll enter in with one character. All this shit will happen. You'll even hear a certain line of dialogue. And once you mm-hmm. flip it, that same dialogue, like it's yeah. uh, the idea that you are. Oh, that's to me where even if this was a poorly written show, I think it would still make it enjoyable because mm-hmm. of the care put into scenes like that, where um, mm-hmm. Chester's on the phone at the party gets the, I think he got a call from Sam, the um, guidance counselor. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we shift to him with Nathan. Nathan is clearly head over heels in right. love. This man, I don't know what you talk about. <laughs> you know, we see this exact same scene from Nathan's point of view. And it's like, right. again, even if it was poorly written, I think the care that they put into presenting the show was so was just there like mm. i would excuse poor writing i'm glad it wasn't but i would excuse <laughs> poor writing because y'all did what you needed to do like it right. was just, mm. oh my god um i guess let's run down the folks uh mm. how do we feel about uh chester slash marcy <laughs> uh, obviously um, chester's oh, sorry no you go Akko. <laughs> are you sure you can go first Okay, shit. Um, yeah, like so. I mean, I I love Chester. I just when he walked in with those nails, I said pussy power, and like just like coming in like to the school that just was not ready for all of that. I just (laughs) I was like, God damn! Like I just I really, I mean, I loved his expression. I love just like his insight, like his random moments of just like just being extremely profound and like Mm -hmm. I don't know. He just felt very like precocious to me. Like I remember there was a scene in. I forget which episode, but basically it was like their initial like um, GSA meeting, like gay straight Alliance meeting at the high Mm -hmm. school. And um, Chester was basically just talking about like queer history and just kind of Mm -hmm. how like there seems to almost be this like people forget that there's like legacies that we come from, that there's like this Mm -hmm. kind of like almost like memory loss when it comes to queer history and queer storytelling. And that like, we need to like get in touch with that and stop like selling ourselves short. And I was just like, this is like extreme. I'm like, you're 17. It like really would it like this. Like, I love this. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so he was just very unapologetic, extremely um, confident, but also vulnerable and at at different points as well. Um, I feel like, I I know we'll probably talk about his relationship with Sam in <laughs> yeah. more detail, so I'll I'll, I'll I'll put my I'll <laughs> not say too much about that because I'm sure we'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, I love Chester. I thought he was just like super, like yeah, just like relatable, dope, and just like I don't know, just the way that he would like show up for his friends or just like I don't know the random like hilarious shit that he would say. He was just like a carefree, just fun ass yeah. person. I just loved loved his energy a lot. Um, so yeah, what did y'all think? <laughs> Yeah, I think I think the the writers and I'm gonna give it to the writers and the actor on this one because I think the writers made did a really good job making this character this person multifaceted. So he's like on the water polo team. He um, is very out, um, very sure of himself, very rebellious. <laughs> um, yeah, he doesn't really follow the rules, um, but he's he. He's multifaceted, and I think a lot of times with uh, queer male characters, it's kind of flattened into this gay best friend, which 
right. think this is the antithesis of that, right? He's very precocious, as Marcy points out. And he, he quite mm-hmm. frankly, is the main character of the show. I think they... <laughs> halfway through maybe writing or maybe after they saw the actor's performance were like why don't we just make him the main character <laughs> um and so yeah and i think he he like i said his, the subtlety of the actor's performance mm-hmm. is i think what makes what makes his character so impressive the actor mm-hmm. adds so much life in the way he he sits and the way he looks endeared towards the guidance counselor which we'll get into I, <laughs> anyway but um or that last scene where he not last scene it's like when he when he pulls the fire alarm and the amount oh that oh whole scene, oh that God. whole un, unbroken unedited like follow through of that scene yeah it was there was so much emotion and passion and feeling that it just mm-hmm. felt so raw and visceral and real and anyone who's been heartbroken as a teenager or an adult early <laughs> just heartbroken mm-hmm. um you, oh my god it just was just very beautifully expressed i i loved it a lot um yeah and i and i like that at a certain point he was like i don't feel like being <laughs> the yep. one who's who's obvious today i just right. want to be not obvious today and mm-hmm. that's i should be allowed to be down you know instead yep. of being mm-hmm. what everyone perceives me as which i i really oh. like that yeah no because people will really just kind of isolate you and be like oh like chester's funny chester's Mm. energetic like he's so great like he adds so much to a space and yeah they really will just like not allow you the full range of your emotions and experiences and like you there's almost this feeling that you have to like perform Perform. i mean and quite frankly that mean that literally happened at that you know that last episode when like the water polo teammates were like dicks for chester and then like like playing mm-hmm. music and they're like and then like he's like boging and stuff which is like fun but i was also like chester was was literally getting oh, cheetos he was like i was just trying to get some cheetos. yeah I, gonna, I was just trying to get some yeah. snacks and it's like i'm made to feel like i have to like show up in a certain way i'm not given the mm-hmm. same um mm-hmm. range so yeah so thank you for saying that Akko, because yeah that very oh. much absolutely tracks yeah, yeah it was terrible um Speaking of, this is an issue that I've had. That's why I say I love this show so goddamn much. <laughs> In reference to Chester, there have been plenty times, plenty of times at so many different jobs, so many different social spaces where I have had to, it's even going on now at my current job, where it's like now all of a sudden mm-hmm. I'm this angry black man when you get comfort with your tribe or your community and it's like people want in and everyone does not have the same access to you. And that upsets them at times. And yeah. even to the point where they may not even understand why or it's how they're upset. Them. Yeah. And so I get a lot of backlash and this is something that I have learned from my first job at McDonald's at like 13, which mm-hmm. gets our labor laws, but um, <laughs> it's that. <laughs> Because you have (laughs) a certain presence about you in spaces where you are truly comfortable. Those spaces may be school, they may be work, they may be just in in spaces where you're not the only group of people. Once someone doesn't have access to that, it can turn left really quickly. And I have people where they are the same things you um, try to put me on a pedestal because of like being charming, like knowing my job, like being able to have a very serious or boring and flat conversation um, con- mm-hmm. 
context, context, um, substance. What is substance? I don't know what I'm trying to say, but as far as the content is concerned, <laughs> mm-hmm. still make it lively and be, like because you have this energy that is able to pull in people, and you only accept certain folks, and I'm not one of them. Now I have to turn it on you. Where now right. your, mm-hmm. you know, your your black boy joy or your um, excited conversation now is a way for me to weaponize that against you because I don't yeah. like that I'm not included. And mm. so seeing Chester was very much like, that's the um, kind of far end of the spectrum when it comes to me and the things I'm discussing, but I could easily identify with, leave me the hell alone. If, mm-hmm. Because yeah. I'm pleasant doesn't mean we're all peers. Right. Friends. So uh, yeah, right. needless to say, I was in love with Chester as far as <laughs> that is concerned. So. <laughs> um, oh man. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put, like a small wrench in it though. Again, kudos to Chester. And your point, Rain, is I really like it because I do think people, especially with black bodies, is mm. probably oh. more so with black queer bodies, there is this sense of entitlement too. Yep. Mm-hmm. To the attention, to the space, to mm-hmm. the affection, and then a dehumanization in the sense that Definitely. when I walk into the room, you should perform for me like you do for yeah. everyone else. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know you. So, so, so fuck I, off. Um, is, uh, and it's just, yeah, you, <laughs> like, <laughs> but also, it's like no one's asking you to perform your life. You know, you're not, right. and again, that's the flattening, that side character making mm-hmm. of people. Um, yeah. But I will say, Chester is not, he does like the attention that he's oh. getting, and he does disregard <laughs> yes. <just> <laughs> yes, <he> people. <laughs> I think there's like episode five or something. He's like, Who are you? And he's like, I'm just in your class. And you've been in three of your classes. And he's like, Oh, you know. And so it's not like he's, it's a double sided sword, I guess, mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wanted to add a nuance, I guess. Yeah. You know and I, I think that's, yeah. that's the same for, not the same exact, but I think every character on this show has these good things about them, but also these shitty things about them as well, or these things that are the exact opposite <laughs> from the person that they want to mm-hmm. be or the way they're trying mm-hmm. to portray themselves. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. He, Though that scene was very intense and struck a chord with me, it is clear that he is eating up all of mm-hmm. this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh, my yeah. God. So, yeah, Chester is something else. So um, <laughs> let's pivot to the twins, Nathan and Naomi. Um, I like that they were not identical. I mean, of course, they're two different people who are not related, but I like <laughs> twins where it's not one person playing two people or two actual twins. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, no, two identical twins. Because... Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I feel like when you say twins, people like automatically assume, oh, identical. Like, no, they you do. can still be yep. fraternal. You can be fraternal <laughs> like, I, know this yep. mm-hmm. I relate <laughs> so, to that. Yeah. Marcy, you a twin? Yeah, I'm a twin. I fraternal. No fraternal idea. twin. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Well, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So I, that's one thing I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed, I loved about them is that, because I didn't even realize they were supposed to be twins. I thought they were like, maybe, oh, no, that's that's problematic. Is Irish twins? That's not. That's not. That's not PC, right? It, I've that's never not, heard that expression. What does okay, that mean? well, I I'm know not the term, but it's. I don't I think it's like PC. that's. I don't. I don't think that's a good. Excuse me. Charge somebody and my heart scratch that. I thought they were ten months apart. 
because right. they were in the same grade. Because I went to mm. school with two sets of siblings who were ten months apart. Yeah, and we were all in the so yeah, that's where I am. Mm. Um, yeah, I I I liked that. I thought it was a very raw like representation of of siblings in school together and the dynamic, mm-hmm. right? Because you know so much more about your sibling and if you're in the same friend group like whatever is happening at home mm-hmm. you know uh, kind of permeates and it's it's inseparable right and so and especially i think when you're a teenager your sibling relationships are probably the most can become the most complex um and a mm-hmm. lot of people are like after high school me and my siblings really started to get along and you're like yeah because yeah. just a lot of emotions and i think for if your friend group isn't your doesn't include your siblings there can be a little bit more space to find yourself without mm-hmm. kind of the claustrophobia of, of, you know, someone who's known you since you were literally born. And I think that's what they're right. kind of struggling with, right? Like they have been mm-hmm. so close for so long. And now, you know, teenage dumb is, is literally just a moment of right. separation between you and, and your, your family, usually um, independence, I would say. I don't know when Nathan, I, I, my heart uh, broke. Mom, come on. Say when, I, it was bad. Like I was like, that's not a good thing to do. Um, but I guess my heart broke in the sense that like I, I, I couldn't understand why he did what he did either, to be mm. honest with you. I understand emotions run hot and such. Wait, um, which thing are you talking about? <laughs> when he when he cheated well, yeah. sister. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I'm sorry, it's just it, Nathan does some shit, but I'll talk about that. Yeah, he does like five <laughs> bad like things. <laughs> Nathan is. I, was like, I just want to know which one you were talking about. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just like, I don't. So right. So Nathan cheats on. Okay. So um, his sister Naomi ha- likes a boy. I think they're dating actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And go. then he he kisses him, and I think they have sexual intercourse of a kind. Um. But it was really. I was like, that's that's really bad. Like that's messed up for you to do that. Yeah. But. I also kind of broke my heart in the sense that, like, if you betrayed your, it's like it's one thing to betray your friends in high school, mm-hmm. which is bad, but there's something really painful about it being a sibling because, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. it's it goes past the point of messiness to like an existential pain, you know. And yeah, I, I, I felt for them anyway. Mm. <laughs> Y'all are like, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, that's kind I, of uh, kind yeah. of you. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, <laughs> Nathan is just who something else. Um, so my thoughts on the two of them, I so sort of similar to to what y'all said. I I did enjoy their relationship. It's interesting because as someone who is a fraternal twin, um, mm. it's interesting because like my twin brother and I, like we like knew you know you know we knew the same people in high school, but like we kind of moved in different circles and kind of mm. talked point like. I feel like that was actually really important. I'm actually really glad that we didn't really intersect that much socially just because it was like, I mean, at home, you know, we kick it, whatever. It was like not that deep, but like, it was just, it was nice to be able to, you know, kind of explore and just not feel as though I have these like ties. And so mm. it was interesting seeing them kind of be in the same friend group. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like that could get really messy. Like when they were like on the bus and like, they're playing like truth or dare and like, yeah. it just got really fucking weird. And like, they're just like making yeah. jabs at each other. I'm like, yeah, yeah, everyone else is just sitting there like, girl, we don't have any, we have no context. No context. Girl, I'm, just, I'm just trying to go to San Francisco. I'm literally <laughs> trying to go to the Castro with my fake ID. Like, I'm really not trying to do all this with y'all. Yeah. Like, and so it was, I, I feel like, yeah, like just seeing that messiness play out, I was like, this is interesting. I will say, oh my God, so many thoughts. One, Nathan is just just like a lot of mess is going on and like I I understand where it comes from 
I, right. I, I understand where it comes from. Like, you know, there's a lot of like questioning around his sexuality and like just moving through the world and all of that. And like, I understand that. But yeah, like the whole like sleeping with his sister's boyfriend, that's kind of a mess. Even sleeping with Ariana, I was like, I mean, but like right after sleeping with her boyfriend, I just feel like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like, 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 just, like, can we just, just choose someone else? It just, seem, it just seems like he would just kind of encroach on a lot of her connections. And I really empathize with her being like, bro, like, damn like, so like yeah. can, can we can we get some space shit and so mm-hmm. it you know it is what it is and i will say like i in a lot of ways i could very much relate to nathan like like they you know they did kind of grow to you know forgive one another and all of that and like you know i i thought it was really touching for example the scene where like you know like naomi was like painting his nails and stuff like that and mm-hmm. I, I could very much relate to this idea of like you know because like for like from personal experience especially like at that age and in honestly just in my life like i i feel like women have played such a huge role Mm. in like my ability to be myself and my ability Mm. to kind of like find the language and the space and the expression to, to sort of showcase that and like feel confident in that. And so seeing moments like that, I could certainly relate to, but at the same time to Aqua's point a little bit, you know, I feel like, the reciprocity to me wasn't really fully there. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I, you saw way more scenes of Naomi supporting Nathan than the other way around. Um, yeah. And that was the kind of my piece where I was like, uh, I would love to kind of see some more like reciprocity here. Cause like, yeah, Naomi's you're... also going through stuff. And, yeah. you know, it's not great when you Part know, of you're the, like, the stuff is your fault. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and it's like, the, and the it's like, yeah. And then Nathan would, you know, like, when he would try to, like, make these certain digs and shit like that, you know, just, like, say, like, sexist shit and, like, stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, like, we don't need to be doing all this. Like, we, right. could, we could be better about how we're moving through life. Um, and I wish, I, yeah. I wish, I feel like the story's, the, the lens, this is a critique, the lens <laughs> is a lot more favorable to Nathan than I think it yep. really ought to have I agree. Been. Yeah, I, I um, agree. Yeah. Hard agree. So... <laughs> But yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm not a fan. I don't like him at all. I don't care about <laughs> nothing he did after because it's one thing, like you said, the the betraying of your sibling. If it wasn't to that degree, and not to say it would have been better, but if him and her boyfriend had just shared a kiss, and it's like I'm I'm really dealing with you know whatever. I don't right. know he was there. I wasn't getting the mm-hmm. attention because I get what it's like to be a queer kid trying to figure things out so i can give him some leeway there Mm. um but i can't give you leeway with the aftermath you ruined your sister's life essentially i mean not completely but if we're like (laughs) looking at the life that you you have here in this space like you and this boy were carrying on for a while Mm. like we we met you thinking oh wait what yeah, 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 yeah. It was a one-off thing. Yeah, no, no, no. <gasps> no, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's wow. a betrayal that's about what pissed me off. That's what really pissed me off because the oh, show, see, like, I didn't know that. Trying to make it seem that. as if he's this villain, like this vic- Like to me, your queerness and the um, harassment, pain, stress that you get from it does not overshadow your actions. You were Snapchatting mm. with this boy forever. You may have gotten that dick pic like for the first time then, but y'all had to have been carrying on before. And mm. it's just like, I can even give you in the heat of the moment, and it's like, oh no, you're my sister's boyfriend. I can even give you that. But this was right. when yeah, we I opened up the show. That. Yeah. He had been doing that for a while. He's I, shitty. I, mm. Yeah, his behavior is just like not that not that you have to be a good you know you don't have to whatever um but like it's quite bad and it's not it's kind of underplayed how 
bags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There yep. is. And it's, there's almost like a silent, like, you know, well, we can understand. And you're like, I actually can't, boys though. Boys. Mm. It's, he's a yeah, white man. Some, yeah, there's something almost entitled privilege about mm-hmm. it that I was like, that's, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and to be fair, you know, I also, you know, as we're talking about it, I don't love this alignment of like his queerness being like somehow like a justification or like an excuse not. for his yeah. bad behavior. And like that alignment exactly. of like queerness and like betrayal, queerness and like just otherwise just bad behavior. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, the media loves that shit. Sucks. Yeah. Like, eat that shit up. And so I'm like, yeah, like I understand like, you know, he's moving through a lot, but also like I feel like this, I, I, it, it didn't feel tropey watching the show, but like, mm-hmm looking at him like yeah like i don't love that like you know nathan's questioning and just is causing harm because i'm like i feel like that kind of create especially when we speak about like biphobia and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. it's like those are the kinds of like depictions that like lead to shit like that where it's like you know you kind of have this like morally fucked up like bisexual character and it's just kind of like okay this is not Mm -hmm. this is not great um and and also too oh sorry no i cut you off don't apologize. And I was going to say real quick, so going on to how, like, I feel like the show almost co-signs Nathan, it, it reminds me of that mm. scene where, like, um, like Nathan, Naomi, and, you know, their mom, they were, like, on the way to school, and, had, oh, and Ariana was there, too, and, like, Ariana and Nathan all booed up, blah, 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 whatever, and then, like, Naomi was, like, pissed at her mom, because she was like, bro, I could literally never, could you imagine, mm-hmm. I just, like, yes. booed up with someone in the backseat, and, like, yes. you're so concerned about Nathan being gay that you're gonna, like, just let the shit slide, right. or, like, even if you didn't think he was gay, you would just let it slide, and, like, I, like, I have to, like, I can't, yeah, I can't do this shit, like, it just, I don't know, and then there was just such a, like, she was just so, like, the mom was just so flippant, like, I think her name was Megan, like, yeah, she was just like, oh, like, well, you know, like, just keep an eye on him, and it's like, so I gotta do all this extra work, I gotta keep an eye yes. on this motherfucker, right. all this other shit. Yes. And it's like, and you just, you just, it, it's just, it's just supposed to be accepted and agreed upon that like Nathan could just right. do whatever. I, it it made I, me kind of think about, yeah, think yeah, about that. I think it was, a, it was a good portrayal of sexism in like a nuanced space, right? Like things mm-hmm. are changing, right. but like there's still sexism, right? And Nathan mm-hmm. is, right. is is benefiting from his his patriarchal privilege. That's that's what's mm-hmm. happening. Right. Um, obviously, there's an intersection of identities, so it's not it's not like everything's rosy it's clearly not yeah. but mm. i think that's what they were trying to express and i think they did do it quite well with that yeah. scene and the yeah. argument between especially when the mom's like you know you need to be responsible for him and she's like we're literally twins <laughs> literally <laughs> twins born at the same literally twins like maybe a minute apart like no maybe. yeah he um, i don't know I, I hate that they made me empathize with naomi so much or sympathize well either way because mm. he's a shitty person he's a terrible person who does not his suffering for his actions is him not ending up with chester at the end and that's right, not which is like okay well chester's a whole person so you not getting the person is not so you exactly, honestly yeah. a privileged white boy like while we, you guys were talking i was going through the different executive producers there's not one black face Okay. On that, um, screen. Mm-hmm. So I have the feeling that there wasn't, and I'll talk about why in a second. Because oh, I know, so, I, know what, I know what you're about to say. I already I know what just, you're about to say. It, <laughs> he's shitty. So mm-hmm. that's it. My case dismissed. I don't like Nathan. I would never. You can't make me. You can't redeem him. In season no. two, there's no redeeming. Like you, you no. Yeah, I didn't realize that he was fucking with oh boy for like a minute that's fucked yes. up oh my god <laughs> he's yeah. redeemable but i think they need to figure out how they're gonna write you know yeah. me, me like you know something that makes some introspection of some kind or there's mm. gotta be some real decentering of self maybe mm. yeah um, 
I can see that. I can see that. I'm, I'm not opposed. <laughs> but right now, I'm <laughs> not like, a fan. Hey. I'm not a fan. <laughs> um, did you have something, Akko, that you wanted to mention, or did you? Um, no, we can keep or, going. Okay. I have okay. some stuff <laughs> later on. But... Oh, good, good. Give, get them. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. We got the twins, and then Riley, the... I believe she's Asian. Um, the photographer. Mm-hmm. Am I okay? Okay, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know. I think she's Asian. Um, her, and then I guess her and Greta, but like her with her family situation and her photography and her kind of queerness, but like bisexuality. Like, what are your your thoughts on Riley? Mm-hmm. Well, first, she kind of she kind of looks like Kirsten Stewart, which is the first mm-hmm. thing I thought when I saw her. <laughs> what she does. Yeah, yeah. Which is why it's funny that Greta has a picture of Kristen Stewart on her wall, right? It's like, oh, that's her type. You know, it's very cute. Oh wow, Um, interesting. Yeah, um, I thought Riley is really. I I really like Riley. I think she's someone who's searching for herself. Mm. I think her what's happening at her family's house, that dynamic, is playing into how she is becoming. Um, Mm -hmm. the sort of people pitting her, using her against the other, um, Mm. is kind of like screwing with her sense of like uh, people as people as opposed to people as people to be used and I think that's mm-hmm. where the conflict between her and Greta comes up um, and so I liked that exp- exploration because I, I there's a lot of pain in Riley's face and I can tell that she just wants kind of to be loved but is very guarded in, in that and how to express that or let someone in um, and so to and there's that scene where she and Greta have that huge fight and then she does something that oh. I think is quite unkind i I think i talked about this in a different book where she goes and finds the other girl um and i was like it's so unfair to this other girl i it actually means me when people do that because i'm it's so for context for the listeners so riley and greta have this like boo thing going on will they won't we energy you know will they won't they energy (laughs) and there's like this big moment that they have a big fight um and riley's really distressed and she doesn't know how to handle her emotions it's it's very clear which is true just for being a teenager in general and then much more so when you know shit's popping off at your house which is true for most teenagers um and so she goes and they're on a trip to san francisco the same one where the twins are yelling at each other in the bus yeah and so she finds another person who's part of the gsa the great gay alliance um who clearly kind of likes her and has been pining after her but riley's always had eyes for you know greta and her like i said the boo thing and just kind of like makes out with her you know and like Kind of like uses oh, her to get over her feelings, and yeah, oh, they more uh, than they really know. Yeah, they, have, yeah, <laughs> they, uh, they did a lot, um, <laughs> but um, yes, but yeah, and I, I, so I like, I like the complexity, um, but I was, it was upsetting. I was like, uh yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. Yeah, Riley's character, I kind of wanted to see a little more of like mm. her, like, yeah, just like home situation i know that like you know she kind of talked about it a little bit and they did spend some time at her house but yeah mm-hmm. i feel like I, I i wanted a little bit more like i guess backstory from from her end but like from definitely yeah. but at the same time i do think that we got to see a good amount and like you know her relationship with greta was really beautiful and just like i don't know just very cute, yeah, it was um, cute. and i don't know was, like just seeing Riley and Chester interact with each other like it was just so mm. like their tit for tat was so fun like I love yeah their, like because they both just seem I mean while they're both searching in different ways they both also they're seem both searching. like 
yeah exactly and it's like they seem kind of realized in very specific ways like they like have these like really like profound moments of like self-understanding in other ways and so it's, it's just interesting seeing that kind of like come together um yeah. and like just like their like banter Riley is kind of like me and you <laughs> Riley yeah. is just, there's, like, there's like a little I mean you and I are maybe a little less like <laughs> extreme <laughs> than these kids but I did feel like that very like deadpan phase I'm sometimes making the the different mm-hmm. ways that we express I think especially in early college I would say mm. the different ways we express what we were realized in and the different ways mm-hmm. that we didn't have those actualizations tracks right. kind of similarly to them and oh, I think it, in in a way that made people think like how are these two so yep. understand yeah. each other so well <laughs> but like if you asked me and Marcy how we understand each other so well, it would be very clear to us. Yeah. You know? And that's the same vibe I got from the two of them. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. That completely tracks. Um, mm. This is kind of a, I mean, I guess it's not a side thing. I mean, we talk about Riley. One thing that I did, did think was kind of interesting was, um, so y'all remember that scene where she was taking pictures of Greta? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. at, um, at, like, outside the pool? Oh, yeah. This just, I don't know, it, it got me thinking about, this is like a whole separate conversation, but just like, I don't know, just like the idea of like photographing someone, I just feel like it just can, like, it's just so, it can just be very intimate. sensual and like yeah. intimate. And I don't know, like I like watching that scene, it just, I don't know, there's a very much like kind of like a, some like Dom sub energy that I was kind of getting from it that I was like kind <laughs> of living for. And I was like, there's just, yeah, there's just something about like capturing someone and like being like, being someone who was being viewed in the act of viewing someone else, just something about mm-hmm. that, I don't know, like, like kind of like power yeah. play was just really interesting to me. And I was like, huh, yeah. I've literally never thought about this intersection of like photography and like, I guess yeah. you could say like, yeah, like Dom sub kink, whatever. Like, like, mm-hmm. like I've never yeah. thought about that before, but like, yeah, I was like, this is very interesting. Like, yeah. huh. I love that. I mean, cause think mm-hmm. about the power of the gaze, right? We always talk about right. the male gaze or any gaze or, there's mm-hmm. so much power in the gaze and there's so much intimacy in the gaze, right? And so we've taken mm-hmm. the eye, the physical eye, and made it into a mechanical eye mm-hmm. and then given mm-hmm. the people the power of the gaze. And and that's why it's interesting that they chose a camera instead of a phone because mm-hmm. there's almost mm-hmm. something um, sinister about the fact with phones, you can have such an, a, one, a power of gaze and an intimacy, mm-hmm. a forced intimacy True. with so many people, right? Like that's kind of what right. the paparazzi is, right? It's this... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, corrupted, you know, power, like give and take, you know, with mm-hmm. attention. But yeah. like you're saying, Marcy, this one is such a healthy portrayal of that intimacy and that power, the gaze that is kind or loving or interested right. in the authenticity of someone um, mm. that is very intimate in like a very sweet way mm-hmm. although yeah. that moment of rejection where she's gonna take a picture of the other person and then chooses to take a picture of greta instead i was like ah that hurts uh, yeah <laughs> yeah just that, yeah corruption like you said she, mm-hmm. she, and just but that's that's the one thing i like about it, is that everyone like you said all these great things about riley and what she's done so far but then there's also this very opposite end of the spectrum where you are a truly horrible person in these moments but it, it exists within everybody and I mm-hmm. oh my god I I will say this Greta and Riley made me care about them in a way that I haven't seen in media before mm. um not since the closest I've gotten is Cleo and set it off even though back then that 
uh, lesbian relationship was portrayed very like Cleo is the man, and then this this um, voiceless woman is here to cue you into this is her girlfriend. But because I watch shows like Black Lightning, there is a, an interracial lesbian couple that just does not do it for me. And I say mm. that every episode, there is no um, desire for like graphic lesbian set. It's not that. It's not the the um, the sexual component. It is very much like you don't feel like a unit. You don't feel like you belong together. There is no chemistry. Mm-hmm. Everything feels flat. Everything feels like you're reading off screen. These two girls, these two women, mm-hmm. they made me fall. And Okay, yeah. so I liken it to I'm a queer man. I love Moonlight, Noah's Ark, things like that. Mm-hmm. I felt for them the way I imagine people who are not queer men felt when they saw Moonlight, when they saw Noah's Ark, when they saw this certain representation that was done so well and yeah. that's really crafted. Like, I fell in love with them where I wanted to see where this story goes. Like I've yeah. I've never felt that way about um lesbian representation in media, not because I hate women or lesbians, but because I don't think it's from what I've seen been done as well or as um complex and nuanced as this was. Because it just felt like yeah. a real mm-hmm. relationship where it was or situationship where it just happened yeah. to be two girls. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, I like them. I want to see Greta yeah. win. She yeah. needs this win. Like uh, she needs this win. <laughs> yeah. oh There's God. a chemistry, and it was, yeah. there was an, an authenticity. And I think, uh, to your point, it's like um, a lot of these. A lot of times, it's just a show where they're like, "This is what we wrote this, and so you have to do what we wrote on this." this piece of paper mm-hmm. and you're like yeah but I, there's no feeling behind it right and i think that's what chester brings to the script too there is feeling mm-hmm. behind their relationship mm-hmm. you fall in love with their relationship you fall in yes. love with them um because their relationship feels so intimate and close and nuanced right um and that's what i think a lot of stories are missing and i think that's maybe yeah what you're referring it to mm. yeah I love them. I'm sorry. I just can't. No, me too. Really I really, yeah, and, me too. Yeah. And Greta is such a, I guess we're not talking about Greta yet. My no, bad. but it's fine. Go ahead. We can, we can go right to her next. So that's fine. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I, I feel like Greta, I, I didn't expect to like her at the beginning. And mm-hmm. I ended up really, really, really liking her because I think she, she was just very compelling. Like, a, a, and her issue is so serious <laughs> like this mm-hmm. conflict between both wanting her mother back but also knowing that that means you know a limitation on her gender expression mm-hmm. and that's such mm-hmm. a painful place to be in to, to love your mother so much and to be dealing with this socio-political issue and, and at the same time wanting this liminal space to continue so you can continue to be yourself and i think a lot of people of color a lot of immigrant narratives a lot of bipoc people have that tension in their lives and mm-hmm. i really like that expression yeah hard yeah. agree hard agree absolutely yeah absolutely yeah definitely super duper agree um it was just also so nice to see someone that was like a bit more hmm, how do i put this okay wait pause you keep going i'm gonna my phone's my thing's almost out of battery so i'm gonna like stop my camera and go get one but you guys okay. keep going yeah. <laughs> you're good <laughs> um yeah i love just like 
I really loved seeing someone that was like a bit more reserved. Like I feel like Greta was mm. like, you know, like a little more quiet, like, you know, just kind of yeah. like, you know, a bit shyer at the beginning, but also just see her like, yeah, just like kind of come to like understand herself in different ways and just like kind of, yeah. you know, to watch that exploration. I just felt like she was just like a very compelling character i like this is like kind of shallow but i just i just loved seeing her happy like whenever she was just yes. like happy in a scene it just was deeply yes. heartwarming in a way that it wasn't for other people yes <laughs> and no, i don't know like, why but yeah just seeing or even just like the moments where for example there was a scene where um she and riley like they like slept in a bed together for the first time mm-hmm. and like riley was getting up to do something and like greta was just sort of like nervously in bed but like kind of smiling at the same like she's just like a yep. very like, just adorable i was like i just feel so much watching this and like yeah i think that that struggle of yeah just like with her mom and everything that was definitely really interesting to watch i also loved her aunt loved her aunt my god i'm like where like i just oh my god like so for context her so greta's aunt is someone who like basically at the moment is pretty much like raising um greta and her brother and essentially like you know she's very much like a just like a cool ass auntie like she's mm-hmm. like like greta will be trying to like link up with riley or like you know just have something going on she's like oh like oh which girl are you trying to see like, oh what you doing <laughs> like she's just like be in her business but like is like deeply supportive yes. at the same time and like you know when she was going to san francisco she was just like oh you know like you know just like do your thing greta like you just very supportive <laughs> and always was saying things like oh you know like like, you know, when Greta was, like, kind of struggling with, you know, my mom's going to come back soon, and, like, I don't know what that's mm-hmm. going to be. And then, like, her aunt yeah. was like, well, look, at the end of the day, like, if you want to, like, just, like, you know, resign yourself to just, like, following the rules and being miserable, mm-hmm. like, that's on you. But at the end of the day, like, this is your life. Like, you need to write this story. I was like, yeah. you were just mm-hmm. such a supportive, hilarious, like, low-key embarrassing, but just, like, lit at, yeah. oh, my God. Her aunt, mm-hmm. I lo- loved her. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, I and so, her aunt. I love her, too seeing that relationship i was like my god but um yeah so greta i really really liked her she her and her aunt just iconic honestly yes 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 no you're right i also Uh, um, feel like as someone older like i i was like i kind of relate with the aunt like identify with yeah yeah i can see that i can see that yeah, I I loved her aunt. I um I initially thought she was a lesbian because of the Greta storyline and then the conversation they had where it felt as if Greta's mom did not approve of the aunt's life and lifestyle. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I wonder if she's also a lesbian mm-hmm. or is she trans maybe? Like I was very much like trying to figure this out before it was just like, oh no, she is just the fun aunt she is the, mm-hmm. and she wasn't mm-hmm. fun um in a way that was like um <laughs> mean girls i'm the cool mom it was very much right. like get your shit together greta like goddamn, do this <laughs> do that you know and she was like <laughs> she wasn't she didn't take any shit off of greta but mm-hmm. she was very much like i am going to support you this is mm-hmm. and i uh, speaking okay i have to one thing that i've been pushing for since i first started podcasting is getting different stories from different people in the communities of the stories being told Mm -hmm. that immigration story with greta and her mom and even greta uh when the bus when they stopped for lunch and she spoke to the um oh is it latino guy or is it the hispanic guy who was uh, like working Mm -hmm. on the side of the road and she gave him like water Mm -hmm. That's something that I wouldn't, I I could probably write something like that, but that experience felt very much like pulling off of 
a life experience that I don't share. Mm-hmm. Right. And I love that because I was, for me, watching that scene, I was like, oh, is like, what is this? Is this going to be something weird? Please don't let him hurt her. But I'm like, okay, no, they both, they have a language thing. So I mm-hmm. was like processing so much of what I was seeing through Greta and her interactions with this man. It was just, it was, I loved yeah. that yeah. I didn't, that I wasn't privy to everything going on. Mm, um, I absolutely yeah. love that. Put me in the dark, make me do the work. I'm like, mm-hmm. I like that. And so, even with her mom, initially, I don't think I understood that she had been either deported or she was deported, right? Yeah, was she that? was. Okay. Yeah. So, I didn't mm. understand that initially. I thought maybe she was like, I don't know, locked up or something, like in prison. But, mm. like, once it mm. came out, I was like, oh my God, this is for all of the issues that Black people have in America, this is something that is not. Um, directly tied to myself and my specific community. So being able to deliver a story for someone who is on the outside looking in and have me understand it and then understand how that affects this queer girl. Like it was her storyline. I'm sold. I am in love with Greta and her family. Like <laughs> definitely even the little brother with his just little playing his little ass. games. Right, just playing his video games. <laughs> playing a little video games. games. Yes. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I, I no, love him. I love him. And, and speaking on that scene, one thing, so I don't know if this is the case for y'all, but when I was watching that scene, so, you know, so, you know, Greta and this guy, they were speaking in Spanish and like this, my subtitles didn't translate it. Like it was just written in Spanish. And I'm I like, glad. I mean, I, I understand Spanish. So I like, I knew what they were saying, but I, I also just love that. I love that they were just like, yeah, we just like, yeah, fuck all this English. Like it's just going yep. to write down what they're literally saying. So I love it. I love <laughs> like, it. Like period. And I was mm-hmm. like, I love it. cute. So yeah. yeah. And it, it, it's it's a way to to say to the audience, you know, like this is for you, like this is for the people who understand this and who mm-hmm. live right. this experience, so that it, you're visible. This isn't, again, it's a it's like where the the gaze is, where is the mm-hmm. lens, mm-hmm. Right. and yeah. I, I liked that it gave space to people who are not the lens, right? Because that's the whole right. point of making a multi perspective mm-hmm. show. Um, mm-hmm. And then to your point, Rain, is that we have to work. Those who don't yep. have that experience necessarily, or it's different. I don't want to erase black immigrants and mm-hmm. black undocumented right, true, people. True, true. Um, but even in that that moment of that feeling of that that feeling of sameness with a stranger because they mm. are, are linguistically similar to you is something yes. that is, mm. is very immigrant similar. Um, yeah. translatable yeah. i loved it <laughs> it i just team. loved it yeah it really was and mm-hmm. honestly greta said some things at the hotel that I was like oh shit why'd you say that but outside yeah. of that scene <laughs> right greta, that was like the one scene like for that i can yeah. recall i was like mm-hmm. oh greta but even in that like you said well i'm a child i'm kind of not saying it was right you know, she 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 mentioned some some stuff, but uh-oh, y'all y'all got me? Did y'all lose me? Yeah, I can hear I you. Me. Okay, so I um I just we didn't... can't see you. Yeah, it's it's acting up. Jesus. Okay, Christ. that's all right. Um, but yeah, I just didn't like I didn't like that one part, and like for that character, for all the shit she went through, if that's the one thing, albeit you know pretty major, that I <laughs> am like, damn, Greta, you didn't have to go there. Right. I I like her. I want yeah. more from her. She's somebody who, when season two drops, I am very excited for what happens next with her and her and her family. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. 
Oh, Greta, my Greta, Greta and Riley. Okay. Um, uh, shoot. Okay. So now this is somebody who I am going to admit I did not care for for a long time, and it's just the way that they presented her. Um, oh my God, Ariana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was so terrible. Oh my God. Oh my God. I I didn't hate her. Um. And I didn't dislike her in the ways that, like, I do not like Nathan. I, I'm, I, I don't. But with her, it, I think I had to learn her. I had to really understand what it is that she was doing, um, because she came off to me as the most—I won't say unlikable. She came off as like the. Oh, I don't have the words for it. But outside of everyone else, she was the most like confident and stood up in her she kinda of, in the same way that kind of Chester stands up in his own self. I felt like she did the exact same, but she was more like I don't know, I don't have the yeah. words for it, but it was something that I was I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It it just took me back when I first She's bold. Came in Yeah. Assured. Yeah. And I was like, Maybe oh, too but assured. What what does this say about you that I, I really was trying to break down? Okay. This is a black girl. Am I going to be upset at the show for portraying her this way? But then all black people don't exist in a uh, vacuum. We can be different. Um, she has a different mm-hmm. life experience than you. She's also younger with two gay parents. Like, is this um, some massage in the war that you have an issue with her? Or is it like, I was really battling mm-hmm. with myself. Like what is though you don't like her, as much as you like others, is it the way in which the show is writing and presenting her? Or is it something about her that you have to look at yourself and be like, what is it that's wrong or biased about yourself that makes you not like her? So I, yeah. she, she took me through it. She took me through it. So y'all, mm. please go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so interesting. I, first of all, Rain, that is so sweet of you to do so much analysis and like step back and be like, is it me? Like, am I, you know, that's like a lot of, the, of work people don't do to just like ask themselves, like, do I not like this character because of a bias that I'm not mm-hmm. thinking about? Mm. I, however... I'm really, really mad at the show for this girl's betrayal. I actually, it was, it was almost enough to make me like, it, it oh. definitely knocked it down a star. It was almost enough to make me turn it off. I was getting really, mm. really annoyed because the show is really, really good, beautifully so. We've just stated for the last hour um, yeah. <laughs> at portraying, decentering the usual stereotypes, portraying people with nuance and depth, giving them reasons and backstories for people who are genuine, usually not seen with much mm-hmm. context and nuance. And then they decided that for the one black girl huh. in this whole story, yeah. <laughs> the one who is darker than everyone yep. else, they were going to just make her a mm-hmm. sassy black character who's moderately mm-hmm. offensive and has mm-hmm. absolutely no story. I was like, what's happening? Her lines, the actress is is really trying to pull them through, doing a great mm-hmm. job. But I was <laughs> like... Yeah, I was like, kudos to her, but I was like, this is this isn't a story. Like, you haven't given this black girl a story. She comes in and does this like magical negress thing at the end with uh, the adopted children. Uh, I was like, are uh, you kidding me? Like, and mm. then she's dating Nathan, but she's he clearly doesn't like her. And you're just like, so you're just you're just like reinforcing the idea that black women just are like mm. not anyone's mm. like point of affection. You're just yep. like, what in God's green earth was the point of? 
writing yeah. her character this way. She has two gay parents. She's had to. She's grown up with them her whole life and probably dealt with the stereotypes mm-hmm. of you know being thrown at her parents from a young age. And and I could see maybe her re quote unquote use of slurs is is a protective measure from that. But you know how we would know that if you gave her a storyline oh. and showed that to us. Period. You, you didn't like. She doesn't have. She is literally a side character in a story that's trying to subvert side characters. And I I'm really upset. I, I I'm not really upset. I'm gonna sleep <laughs> fine at night. Um, but I I guess what I'm saying is I'm I'm tired like of media just not knowing what to do with black girls as if we yeah. were like from outer space or something. And the only mm-hmm. I was like this feels very much like Gabrielle Union and Ten Things I Hate About You, where like everyone just mm-hmm. was like we don't need to say anything about her story. She's just a sassy black friend. Gabrielle mm-hmm. Union again does an amazing job adding character depth to the character, but. I, I I'm tired. Okay, yeah. Uh, the world, America. I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm tired of the flattening of black girls into just mm-hmm. caricatures that are here to make quippy comments, and yep. then in a moment of desperation and sorrow, be there to help everyone figure out how they're gonna get through the day. You gotta be mm. kidding, like. Right. Oh, that and that was the point when I was watching this. I was like, there aren't any black woman writers on at this. all. No, there's a black person. Yeah. I, I was like, no, no, it's it's not. Or even just black women in the show, like. Yeah, in so, the show. Like, Ariana's literally the only one, I think, on screen, honestly. Yeah. Which was... <laughs> yeah, and so the colorism <laughs> just is excessively obvious. And you're just like, come on. Like, And then anytime anyone complains about this, people are like, oh, black women are just mad all the time. All this stuff. Like, are we Are we just mad all the time? Yeah. That's interesting. Wild. <sighs> Wild. Yeah. <laughs> so i i am upset with her i i don't i don't know why they did that it was upsetting to me <laughs> it's like apart from nathan i was like this is not yeah mm-hmm. i don't please do something in season two that is something literally like not this. something <laughs> right, right? <laughs> so it's lazy it's lazy. yeah it's very lazy um even her interactions with Delilah at, at the uh, at the twins' older sister bridal shower—I don't know, whatever that thing was on the boat—it was like you just shoehorned in that they had a lesbian or or a romantic sexual encounter like a few summers ago. So like, it was just something. Wait, who? Wait, Delilah and Ariana? Yeah, yeah. remember when they were at the Wait. bottom smoking at the because she was crying at the bottom of the boat. It was right before Ariana and Nathan were like smoking weed underneath the mm. steps. Mm-hmm. What's up with my camera? Sorry, y'all. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's shitty. It it really is. It's it's lazy. And when I consume media, and this is what I've done over the last couple years, what something I recently have done is that I look to see if any of the casts are black women, um, because you'll get something like let's say Bird Box. You know, it was an interesting viral moment of time. There was not one black woman on that damn movie. And so I was blinded by Trevante Rhodes in more ways than one. But when I looked back at it, I said, well, <laughs> hold up. He ends up with Sandra, whatever. I could care less. Spoiler alert. But where were the black women? And so it made me then look at other things that I consume that I think because I have so many black women in my life already, like that I'm always around talking to online in person and whatnot. I don't know if that's something that blinds me to the fact that sometimes I don't see them in media. And because I'm a queer cis male, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on representation, but I'm 
realize I have to do a more, put in more work and actively seek out those things that have black women in them just as much mm-hmm. as it has others. And this is a show that I was like, okay, I, I see this black girl on, on, on screen and I'm excited for this. But yeah, Akko, just, I, I, I was very disappointed at her portrayal. And I think the show kind of tried to trick us by making her be so abrasive and have this foul language. And it's like, you kind of focus on that, but it's like, where is this coming from? You know, it stems from somewhere. Nathan's shitty actions you see are in part due to his um, home situation and knowing he can't be queer and knowing he has to be a certain way and the pressures that he's getting from that. We could have cut back two or three of his scenes to flesh out Mm -hmm. Ariana's scene. I agree. And the fact that it's like, it's like the last, what, like 20 minutes of episode eight where she's like talking Mm -hmm. about her backstory. And I'm like, why did I not know any of this information? Like, we went through a whole series and then I don't guess. Like, it's like 10 10 from Naruto. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I will say, so I definitely agree with what everyone's saying. Um, As far as Ariana's character, I definitely was like, yeah, this is, this is a mess. I will say, funny enough, this isn't even necessarily about. And see, this is the, oh my god, I, like, this is like the gag. Like, it's not this. What I'm about to say isn't even about necessarily Ariana specifically. It's just like I, I feel like seeing her parents was really interesting. Like mm-hmm. seeing those scenes between like her dad's and like Megan and what's his name, mm-hmm. like Nathan's dad or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the questions there around parenting I found really interesting, which is like I guess like more of like an extension past Ariana. Or yeah, because I didn't necessarily have much about her character um Mm -hmm. it was interesting because i felt like it was interesting seeing the ways in which parents both straight and queer were like hypocritical in these different ways Mm. and like kind of like Mm. these like kind of like pitfalls that they would fall into like for example um you know like megan and like you know her husband like they're like friends with like you know ariana's parents and like they're like oh yeah like you know we love them like blah 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 but then at the same time like it's queer and they have a problem right and so then Mm. like and then it made me think about how you know like when they were like so when all four of the parents were together talking about nathan um how like i think it was joe like one of ariana's dads who was Mm -hmm. like yeah, like, um, you know, like, being bisexual yeah. doesn't mean that you're just, like, sleeping with everybody, like, blah, 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 like, you know, mm-hmm. we gotta, like, get rid of that biphobia shit, and then later Ariana's like, oh, yeah, my parents told me to, like, be careful around Nathan, because they feel like they, you know, like, he might be using me as, like, a beard, essentially, and I was like, mm-hmm. interesting, right, <laughs> like, why would they say that, like, like, if they believe that, like, oh, like, believe people when they say, like, you yeah. know what I mean, like, if they were, because, mm-hmm. like, they're like, oh, you know, the stereotype is that, like, you know, folks come out as bi, and then they just later come out as gay, and they're mm-hmm. and then they're like saying the same shit to Ariana. So it's like, what the fuck? Right. So like things like that, then, I thought was. Hmm? I'm mad at the show because then the show does exactly that, and you're like, yep, you, yep. what? what? And then you used a black woman, and then uh, the whole thing is that like the stereotype is that like black women are, are angry about it because they feel like they're going to be used as beards often. So then you use a black woman as a beard, and you didn't write her any characters and then you made this whole motif in the first place about right. a bi person which then reinforces biphobia and you're just mm-hmm. like why didn't you guys just not write this yeah yeah part right. like this exactly right? we could have just why like not? excluded the part we didn't really write not write this. something else <laughs> right give her a love give her an actual love interest give her somebody who wants to fuck with her like yeah. right. everybody else thinks to get like and I take don't out know. make nathan's like 
his his gender sexuality far more nuanced why even go down this lane of 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 pretending that you're not you know what i mean like why even when you know that's you're gonna run into a stereotype and you clearly were not equipped to write around the stereotype why would you have done that it's not i was upset anyway yeah yeah same same yeah so i thought that piece about parenting was interesting ariana's character made me think that but um yeah aside from that like Mm. yeah just agreed with what everyone else said honestly (laughs) (laughs) um it's unfortunate honestly because it's like yeah like this show like i like i still do really enjoy the show but yeah you look Mm -hmm. at pieces like that and you're like girl what the fuck like how like what Mm -hmm. the fuck it's just as especially as a black woman you literally every piece of media is you going i really love this thing and of course they portrayed us badly like that's literally every like almost everything is like I love that everybody else got a story mm-hmm. that was nuanced, and I just have to make an exception that you guys aren't going to do that for us. Like, yeah, come on, <laughs> fine, I'll just stop watching television. Like, yeah. Jesus, right? They didn't have to include her at all for all that, or just like, like there was no. There you go. Oh right. my god! Yeah, I was I'm just mad because it's like. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I just like got hit by emotion. I was just thinking. I was like, Megan got a whole like twenty mm-hmm. minutes. And she was like, I mean, she was in the plot, but like, we couldn't agree that to Ariana. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. And I'm like, mm. we're giving space for like this like annoying, like, like conservative, like, oh, like people want to identify as bi. Yeah. Like, that's too much. Like, what happened when yeah. people were normal? And I'm like, why are we? Like, so this gets space, but like Ariana's yeah. entire okay, like, gets no. like literally gets nothing. But okay, girl. Um. Again, but look yeah. at look at the creative team. They, you know, I mean, I guess write what you know, but goddamn, um, it it wouldn't have hurt to put. And yeah, another thing, circling back to Nathan, this whole using of Ariana, because that's what it was. He had no intentions on loving her in a way that he lusted after Chester. But even his like desire for Chester, it's like, what it's is it that you're seeing? Yeah, it's it's, it's obsessive. Very... It's it is, you know, I get it being young and like liking someone and like s- focusing on them in the sense that, like, oh, this is what I like. But something about him, because of all his other shitty actions, really felt like, what is your end game with Chester? Like, say he says, oh, let's be together. What do you want from him? Because your life, you, you jumped off a boat. Like, you are so dramatic. Oh, I just. I don't know, man. I just, I don't like him. But we've. And then it just kind of. Oh, this is interesting because it's making me just think about like Nathan's usage of like black people to kind of like move him like in this exploitative way. Like he jumps into the, off the boat, which is, I mean, to be fair, like suicide attempts, that's real as fuck. Yeah. But it was Chester that also risked his life to jump out and Mm. save him from all of that. And then, you know, he uses Ariana in this like very specific way. It's it's just like there's a, there's a flippantness about Mm -hmm. how he's able to do all of that that I'm like, Nathan knows some fuck shit. Like I'm yeah. over it. Like it's just a little consumptive. It's very consumptive. Um, yeah, and right. I just and which yeah. the only excusable thing about it is that he is a teenager, and even that I'm not. Yeah, hundred percent. No, no, there's other teenagers going through yeah, skin. Everyone is right. different. Everyone is you know. So again, no one exists as the same. But there are other like it should not fall. The responsibility to fix this yeah. man. Ariana's a teenager too. Fall. His mm. sister. She's a yeah, white his person a in the same yeah. house with him. You 
You right. slept with her boyfriend for I'm going to assume at least months or a semester. Like you, you're doing these things, and you your queerness does not absolve you they from all have of written the actions. His character better. They should. Yeah. That's not. They yeah. can't write a. a a bi character with this is not i don't think that's fair they should have written yeah, his character better at all mm-hmm. yeah he's he's shitty he is and i feel bad for all of his friends because he is a terrible person <laughs> he really is i i would not want to be around the, like if for if it got back to me that you did this to your sister one i'm looking at both of y'all kind of crazy because i'm like oh what does she do to you you know but it's almost mm-hmm. like yeah we're kids but like this is someone who you are not even just siblings with. You guys are twins. And yeah. I'm not a twin, so I don't want to be like, oh, there's this twin celebrity that you have to wild. have. But like that is extreme. That is intense. We're like 15. She has not done anything to you that would warrant. <laughs> That's on that this. level, yeah. Like, right. you know, she didn't, you know, kill your first gay love. Like, this is as far as I'm concerned, was it Natalie? No, Naomi, Naomi, whatever. She was Naomi. just trying to fucking live her life and be with this boy she liked. That's what re- I can't get over that. It's going to take a while. Yeah. And then they really like made her like because Naomi was naturally pissed after all this happened. And then like yeah. the show kind of made it seem like Naomi was doing too much or like, oh, yeah. look at how angry Naomi is. And I'm like, Nathan had sex with her boyfriend <laughs> and then immediately had sex with her best friend. Like, yeah. this is just like a lot to process. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and also not to be that person, you know, I don't want to speak in generalizations, but like as someone who is a twin, like, yeah, like there is something like just very particular. Granted, I've never, well, I guess like I, I can say I've also not been a twin because I have another sibling who isn't my mm-hmm. twin. But, you know, like it's just there is something about being a twin with someone that's just like, yeah, there's something. Yeah. And yeah. it might just be something yeah. as simple as just like shared context. Like it's like, okay, yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they've grown up in a situation where, you know, they're in the same grade. They're probably taking the same classes, you know, like know all the same people, things like that. But yeah, there's just something about, I'm like, oh, that's so, you, your twin sister? Yeah. Girl. <laughs> Not even your on. big this sister. Is... <laughs> your twin Which right. is still awful. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Don't get me wrong. That's still a <laughs> shitty thing. I'm sorry, guys. No, that is still bad. But I'm just saying. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, we know. Yeah, we, we, we got you. No, we right, got you. right. Mm. Okay, but can we? Yeah, he I have a little flame for the adult in the room, the one who was closer to our age. Oh, come on. Come on. And I do think, I actually think he's a quite nuanced character. And I, and I do, I don't think I would be this redeeming if he didn't do the responsible thing in the end. Mm. But. It was still too close for comfort. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> the responsible agree. thing in the end, um, and I, I, I do, I, I liked this kind of like general. It's called generations, but I like this this generational gap, right? He was like when mm-hmm. we were when I was in high school, I, I didn't have the maybe the confidence or even the space to be as mm-hmm. free, you know. And things mm-hmm. have changed in the last. I think we can all <laughs> be pretty. Oh. Definitely yeah. on that. Things have changed a lot in the last ten years that would give someone so much more space than they would yeah. give even a young millennial to be mm-hmm. out in high school. Um, and so I really felt him, and I and the way he expressed his friend's suicide and why mm. that caused him to react mm. so seriously to Chester's mm-hmm. response was really humanizing and really, I think, familiar to our generation because I I do feel like like millennials just we carry a lot um, from both sides of like mm-hmm. the generation mm-hmm. gap. Um, and so I really liked his nuance in that way. And I, and I, and I, 
I also don't have an issue with a young person having a crush on an adult. I, I don't think that's yeah, inappropriate yeah. or weird because children and young people have feelings and they're hard to control. That's just how they are. It's a incumbent upon the adult with more power to be yeah. the responsible one. That mm. is the point of adulthood. That is why mm. we are adults. Mm. And I understand that Chester is 18 and not 17, but I don't he's no, isn't he 17? really... Oh, is he 17? Yeah, he's 17. Yeah, he's like, okay, I'll be well, 18 in six months or something like that. Yeah. All right, so oh then it's girl. even a moot point there. Yeah, it still wouldn't have been okay with me, but it's a moot point. <laughs> Agreed. You're also, right. I, I, it's just, so what gets me is, one, I don't know how many stories we need to write about teenagers falling in love with their teachers. I don't mm. know how many we need. Mm. I think we might have reached the amount that is enough. But I think <laughs> perhaps we <laughs> just stop <laughs> writing them. Not because... I just feel like the amount of content we have of teachers dating students outweighs the amount of times it actually happens in yeah. real life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it also, I was looking at a picture, Marcy, of us at 18. We were in college. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we look like children. Yeah. We look like children. <laughs> babies. So, yes, babies. And so I don't really understand how someone who is 30 could even entertain the possibility um so that was really frustrating to me on a story level mm-hmm. um i am and i understand the insecurities and feelings of of never having gotten your i guess coming of age yeah. and maybe that's what's mm-hmm. being reflected here i get all that i do and I, there's probably a space for it and maybe i should be more understanding but i just mm-hmm. it's dangerous I don't like the power dynamic. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be glorified. Yeah. And there's just too many of these stories. <laughs> and yeah. that makes me sad. Mm. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I I agree. I um was in middle school in love with one of my teachers. My God. Um, <laughs> so I was like watching this like, oh my God. Like, what? I was not nearly as intense as Chester, but I... um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made me think how could their story have been different? Like while watching it, I was very scared that they were going to have Sam like like oh fuck it, you know, you're almost 18. Let's just I I thought that I was, was gonna happen. I really, yeah, I really thought that was gonna I was, happen. I thought yeah. that was the way they were gonna yeah. go. And I was like, but at, at some point, no matter what way they went, I knew I would be heartbroken. Because on mm. one end, if he had of you know got with Chess and like sure let's make this thing work, that's fucked up. But then on the other end, that actually happened, <laughs> shutting him down. It was like oh, but Chester was yeah. so like you built up this rapport with him, this love for him, and <sighs> let's take a moment to talk about these damn apps. When we were growing up, and mm. computers were you know they they the internet wasn't nearly as fleshed out <coughs> excuse me as it is now mm-hmm. um there are there've always been like predators online there's always been ways in which you know young people had to um be monitored to be safe <coughs> excuse me jesus christ um but now you're in this space where everything is so accessible from groceries mm. to mm. soccer equipment to sex that also taking into account the way black bodies are seen at large in the media where right. a 
30-year-old white man can be a boy, but a 15-year-old black boy can be a grown man. Right. This whole conversation with them on that app, I I liked only because I think it highlighted the very real life mm. issue that these things can actually happen. And yeah. like you said, Akko, depending on the power and the person in power and where their moral compass lies could go left in a heartbeat. Um, so, which it kind of did, right? Well, yeah, no, no, no. Okay, so no, it did. But I don't. For me, I'm thinking personal experience from like people who I knew, and this is where I, I projected a lot onto this damn show. Um, I, there's people who are like, there's a young guy in Detroit. This is from years ago who met some met a guy online. Turned out the guy was actually a straight guy. He beat him up. Him and some of his friends took his money, took his jewelry, and let. So the boy thought, "Okay, I'm on this app with another consenting adult. We're gonna go and do whatever adult fun stuff we're gonna do." And yet, mm-hmm. so that's I'm like, so yeah, it did go left. It is. I'm not <laughs> diminishing that at all. But it's just my mind went to so many different places mm-hmm. because again, yeah, you are 17. Let's even say you're 18 right now. You're still in high school. You still have a certain right. level of childness to you by nature of being where you are in your life. Yeah. Um, mm. And so with, with them communicating on that app, I love those scenes because it, I was excited. I was like, oh shit, that's the guy he liked. But I was like, oh shit, that's an adult. And oh shit, you're on this app as a child. Like yeah. it was, it was cause there's no scan to be like, oh, Corey, are you really 21? Like you just put you're 21, but you're 17 years old. So right. Yeah, that was, I like that the show brought that up. I don't know if their intention was what I projected onto it, but I do like that it was brought up that, yeah, casually, this 17-year-old boy can just talk to these grown men who are a bunch of pictures Mm. of of chest and genitals. And, you know, if no one asks for an age, you can just carry on and that's that, you know, so... It's true. There is a different landscape. (laughs) And even showing, you know, Chester having sex with a guy like you know mm-hmm. from Grinder, and like it was just like this thing. And Riley was like, "Wait, what?" And he was like, "Yeah, you know, like I just said, I'm 26." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "That's interesting. That's interesting." And it's so funny because uh, watching that relationship play out, I felt so. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. It, it it brought up a really just interesting conversation around. I guess just like how we, I guess how we model, you know, like an age of consent, like, you know, what separates mm-hmm. a minor from an adult and all these different things and how Chester mm. being on the, not being an adult was just very much like, oh, but like, there's literally, there's no reason that like, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, the, like, it's like, if I choose to do something with someone that is consent and like, it is what it is. And it's interesting because it just reminds me of how I feel like this was like back in college when like, I don't know, I would be taking like gender studies classes and we would talk about that, like how like, you know, the age of consent can vary from like place to place. And like, you know, just with context, it shifts and how it's like all of these things are malleable, like these constructions of like, you know, like childhood, adolescence, adulthood, all of that. It's like it's like I mean, there is like, you know, obviously a like sort of like a like a developmental piece that does happen yep. but just like how we frame it within culture can shift and be different depending on where you are and it just it just made me think about that a lot and i was like yeah but regardless 
it made me think about that and i was like huh interesting thought exploration separate mm-hmm. of that moving on however comma <laughs> i was also like chester is in high school yep. he's in high school you're his therapist that's a particularly vulnerable place to have someone it's just mm-hmm. like it would just be and so from chester's per- perspective from as a viewer you can almost be like i it's like i see where you coming from chester but at the end of the day i i, I really mm-hmm. can't see your co-sign i can't yeah. like right. this yep. is just not it's not like yeah, and I, I really just think the entire time I was like, they about to really have Sam and Chester make out, and I'm I'm not gonna know what to do about it. I'm really gonna be sitting here like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Um, yeah, and because it was just, and it's like I look at the counselor, and I'm like, <laughs> online based yeah. on their conversation, their conversation was fairly limited, right? And so I was mm-hmm. like, based on Chester's like voice, it didn't necessarily completely give away his age or anything, but it was just kind of like. I don't know, some of their in-person interactions, like, I don't think the counselor was, like, I don't, like, did y'all think that the counselor was, like, flirting or doing anything, like, you know, that was, like... Didn't he answer him on Grindr? Yeah, on the app, he was. Um, but Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what got... I, I, like, okay. Your point about malleability, I agree with. In different cultural contexts, things are different, and that's mm-hmm. important to note, because I, I don't want to just, like, make it sound like the way the West does things is is the only way things are done right but in the context of the west and the social structure that actually all three of us have gone and grown up in (laughs) and know what an 18 year old in america in this generational time period is capable (laughs) i mean not capable we're capable of vast (laughs) magnanimous things but you know what i mean (laughs) like Mm -hmm. um and and to be on 10 years later now and to and to know you you just talk to a young person and you're like you are smart. Chester mm. is precocious. That is mm. all true. He is very smart, but he's not wise because you cannot mm. be wise at 18 because you are a child. Yeah. And so, yes, does he know things about himself and his sexuality? Absolutely. Are those legitimate feelings he's having? Absolutely. And it is, in fact, adorable to watch this young person fall mm. in love and, in fact, to fall in love with someone older than him. Chester's feelings are so legitimate and vibrant and beautiful. And it is unfortunate that that there is an age difference, but there is there is still that age difference, mm-hmm, and right. I and not just the age difference, but also exactly like you're saying, the power dynamic. This is not just a person. This is his mm-hmm. guidance counselor. In fact, yeah. when they go to San Francisco, it is him and this other woman are in charge of these people. It's not right. they're the only adults, quote unquote, in the room, and especially yeah. for someone whose adult figures are far and few between, as the show points out. Um, so there's that I, and then so for me, I don't even have a problem with him, <laughs> with Chester having texted Sam on Grinder because that's an irresponsible thing that a child would do, or just even <laughs> they would like find it interesting. But when mm. Sam answered back, that's I was like, no, that's the mistake. You your only response should have been like, you need to email me, or <laughs> yeah. or even just don't accept because you got to swipe both ways on a swipey thing. Let's not pretend. <laughs> Well, both people at this white. But do y'all think that Sam knew it was Chester? I, I oh, I didn't. I didn't. So, oh, oh. god, y'all got me telling my business. So, have being familiar with that particular app, <laughs> I know um, the way I took it was that we did not see Chester's face, face. because the way oh, in yeah. which they were talking. Because you saw when Chester, I think when he showed the app, it was like just a bunch of torsos that he was speaking to, and. Yeah. 
I, um, I assumed it was the same for um, Sam because they had so all this conversation, and then Sam revealed his face, and then Chester was like, "Oh, she, you know, like that's him." And so, so Chester made Sam, it up in his head. Mm-hmm. Sam, oh, you can you can okay. see his face on Sam's profile. It, he had his face, but Chester didn't. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. It's the no. Um, you only. It was. Mm, Hold up, because this is I was like very focused on this. (laughs) No, when when Chester was talking to him, it was just Sam's torso. And the more that they started talking, it was like, well, tell me something about yourself, blah, blah, whatever. When Chester was sitting on the roof of the youth center with Riley and Greta, that's Mm -hmm. when either then or at Riley's house, he got a picture. He told um, Sam to send a picture, and that's when we got his full face. Because we had only Mm. got his chest, like from waist to neck and so that's why i was like mm-hmm. i was excited like, oh shit that's who you've been talking to and i was like oh shit that's your guidance counselor, your so, guidance counselor. yeah um, so no no so at that point they didn't yeah no but i remember there was a scene with um riley and chester it was like i think mm-hmm. it was like after they went driving and they were like on grinder and he was like sw- like swapping through like swiping through and he saw like sam's face and then he was like oh, yeah. oh my god like holy shit and then like riley was like oh like they, i remember they had like some oh, kind of right, reaction god, and it was right. yeah and it was like a confirmation and so then like yeah uh, he was just like oh well my face like chester was like well my profile doesn't have my face a so, girl whatever i'm gonna switch out and um <laughs> yeah so right. i think yeah sam sent like another picture and then like but the the entire time i was watching it i was like does sam have a feeling that it was chester does sam know like and I guess that they just left it intentionally ambiguous. But yeah, if mm-hmm. he did, I'm like, girl, what? But like, also based on the conversation, I don't know. It was just very, not, not, have, a, yeah. not a great situation. Um, yeah. And based on his reaction, I don't think he did. Because like, I mean, Sam shut that shit down immediately. Quick. like, hey. yeah. Quickly. Hey. And I'm like, as as you should. As you um, should. And don't entertain this. So Strangely, okay, that actually, I was, Marcy, thank you for saying that. Because I actually had more smoke for him when I thought that he... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, absolutely not, because now you're just playing with this boy's child, really yeah. feeling. But mm-hmm. I, and so the only redeeming thing I was gonna say about da- Sam, so now I guess I'm a little bit more redeemed towards him, <laughs> um, is that he did not handle rejecting Chester well. Like he didn't do it in the utmost, like <laughs> I guess clean or beautiful way he could have but i could see how you would do that poorly like because as now being someone who's close to 30 i was like wow he should have handled that with a lot more care and you're like (laughs) yeah but imagine being in that situation where you're this is the part where i'm like sam now that I'm older, I see that 30 is not that old as far as like the how long you've been an adult with responsibilities over other people. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, all I know is that this isn't happening. Yeah, if right. I were a little more grown, I would know that I need to take way more care in this rejection. But because I'm a young adult, her adult, a light, light adult, I don't adult know. Light. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and it's like kind of how they say like children raising children he, mm-hmm. the, it is, it's like he, he is grown enough to be like this is absolutely not happening but mm-hmm. childish in the sense that so much more care was needed and I thought that yeah. nuance mm-hmm. there was very human um, mm-hmm. and it's only a nuance I'm allowing because he definitely did the right thing <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. to, to be fair I'm like I, I definitely agree with you but I think also too Sam was like 
one, this is already a mess, period. But right. I'm also black. I'm also queer. They would get, they would like, it's yeah. like, it could escalate I'll so quick. Yeah. Like, it's like any trace of a conversation or like any sort of history, like anyone could easily misconstrue this mm-hmm. to like be something that it wasn't. And so I think yeah. he was just like, alert, alert, alert. It was just yeah. like, I just needed, like, just like, like, just chop the Especially, shit immediately. Yeah. Right. So. Especially when you remember that, like, when he was a high schooler, he probably, this fear, mm-hmm. it probably is triggering like a teenage mm-hmm. fear, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. for that, I, the show is great in that nuance, those nuances. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. really impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Because even I, if the, you think about how like, you know, that's also often a, one of the like, I guess like bullet points of like anti-LGBTQI mm-hmm. yeah. sort of like, conversation it's like oh like you can't trust them around their kids like you know blah, right. blah, blah. you know like there's like this assumption there's like this predation kind of narrative mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. around children queer people and trans people are like particularly dangerous and so it's like i think that there's also that compa- it's, there was a lot mm-hmm. going on and it, it was um and and yeah and i agree with you i think yeah just like capturing that nuance they just did it so so well so yeah i'm and I'm, i want to i want to stress this one last part <laughs> Just so that folks will know that Sam was, I feel, innocent in this because um, whenever we saw Chester using that app, it is a location-based app, he was never at school. He was always, mm. like, out in the city. So, like, if you're queer and you go to the bank and you pull out that app and, like, three people pop up, more than likely they're, like, 20 feet away, you know, maybe mm. 35 feet away. So that's another thing I want to kind of focus on because when he was out with Greta and Riley – they were just out in the city. You know, it was never, right. Right. Um, he never opened that app at school. The show never showed that. So I, I don't think right. Sam would have known. Um, and I don't think Sam saw him shirtless or naked, you know? So right. you see, honestly, and not to sexualize the child in the show, but if you see just the neck to the waist of uh, Chester on this app, like, you're not going to be like, oh, this must be a 17-year-old. Because, hell, he mm-hmm. got a hairy chest and a six-pack. He looked like a, a, a twink for all intents and purposes. So that's my last-minute team sale. Yeah, I should say that <laughs> like I had a lot of smoke for Sam. I got and I'm going to the smoke back because he, based on Marcy's telling, he did not. I think it's yeah. accurate to say he did not know he was texting Chester. But, yes, um, yes, yes. <laughs> he said, fight or flight. You ain't going to get me on a registry, goddammit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, he was not. He was like, yeah, Chester, fuck all of this. Like, yeah. he, The next day was like, you got a new counselor? I Do I look? Yeah. He literally yeah. sniff snip. He was like, I'm not. Yeah, no. Nah, I'm not this. about to get got. Fuck all this. Um, oh my god. But also, I think he, oh, But I also think he recognized that, like, oh, I actually can't be your counselor because I, I like for Chester's benefit, it would not be beneficial exactly. for me. Right, 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 right. You, yeah, you need someone who can actually counsel you. <laughs> yeah. Right. True. Um, yeah, this... and, but I will say it's unfortunate because it's like I would love to have seen, like, yeah, just like a steady queer mentorship like between two black people yeah. like that would have mm-hmm. been like you know it's it's unfortunate that it ended in that way but yeah. Like, yeah. it would have been really dope if they just like had a mentor mentee relationship and we just kind of saw that being fostered yeah it just yeah it's and to be uh, fair doesn't it kind of speak to like I, I what i liked about the show was that it's like things are better but things aren't great still you know like right, yeah. there right. aren't enough counselors and there is there's this overlap of of romance and mentorship like components because there's still a scarcity of of out people 
mm-hmm. um, in positions of power and in positions uh, in your schools and stuff like you know what I mean. It still shows right. like because the, the show I think we see with the the I think the oldest like GSA advisor who's like mm-hmm. I would say like forty five. She's very yeah, like woman, Gen yeah. X, yeah. you know. <laughs> and then you have you know Sam who's like a very Gen you know millennial, and then you have you know the kids who are Gen yeah. Z. Mm-hmm. And we show you see the generational differences, you know. And it's kind of, I felt like the show was kind of saying like, and this is what we're dealing with now. Like mm-hmm. what has, this is what's been going. And this goes back to Chester's point about we didn't just show up <laughs> like there's right, history right. and this is what right. the different generations exactly. look like and have had to deal with. Anyway. All right. I'm talking mm. a lot. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. I am with that. I, I'm, I a hundred percent agree. And I, Oh, I fucking love this storyline. I just wish there had have been, a younger guy like i feel like we could have had mm-hmm. this same exact storyline and you could have also introduced a young black high school mm. unrequited love for chester that's like makes you realize all this love i have for sam could have been put into this awkward high school sam you know like i don't, I don't know i just mm. you kind of saw that read better uh, with, oh, with he that new guy on the roof with Bo? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, Who you're he right. Didn't realize was in his class because that would have been Sam, right? Is this kid mm-hmm. who's like kind of shy, like mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah, just, is right. that why they included him? Huh? <laughs> Interesting. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that that tracks. It seems like that would that would be a thing. Uh, yeah, but I, I want more because though this show excelled in some parts, it it definitely fell flat in others and. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man, but Justice yeah. Chester carried this damn show. Not alone. Mm, not alone yeah. But, mm. but he man. My God. He did. Um yeah. shit. Also, oh, no. Go ahead. Luckily, Justice and Sam, the actor Justice, I guess like what, twenty-five mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. The chemistry between those two actors is really, really good. I would yes. like to see them in a different movie. Yeah. Like I yeah. agree. Nathan, Nathan so. Stewart, Jared. I have been a fan of this man for years. He was on a show um, called Misfits, and it was a UK <gasps> show from 2009. Yes. I loved him. Like, oh my God. And I then knew he's, it. Yeah. Well, he is, up. he is, oh my God. Did you watch that? I could, like, you yeah. watched that. Yeah, the first two uh, seasons are great. The rest of them kind of tank, but what? Um, Marcy, have you seen it? I haven't. Okay, oh my I god, that I really did yeah. watch Misfits in high school hey, on like that, you know like whatever on the internet because it's a mm-hmm. UK show. That's oh my, my shit. He when he his power, I just, I loved it. I loved it. I felt yeah. for him and the um oh god the young black girl brown skin or light skin girl. Alicia? Yes, yeah. God. And I, so whatever, let me stop. <laughs> no, it was a good show. It was like, a, that show is, yes. is very gritty, teeny, teen-ish. And, like, show. look at the actors now. Like, uh, Umbrella Academy. You got Generation, so you got the HBO deal. Yeah. Then um, Game of Thrones. Like, they... they yeah, they, yeah, they blew up. That's a yeah. good point. <laughs> but... Yeah, I've I've been in love with him ever since. Like this actor, and then he was on an episode of Black Mirror. No, 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 no. Um, Soulmates, Soulmates. Where mm. so I'm assuming mm. he may be queer in real life. I don't know. What well, that's neither here nor there. Either way, Nathan Stewart, Jared, 
I am a fan. And I loved him in this. And he very much took me back to being a young student in school and being in love with a teacher. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I, I hate mm. it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he took oh me, I, I relived some, some, I worked through some issues watching this show. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I'm, um, that's all I got to say about that. So. <laughs> Mm, I love that. No, the show looks great. I'm like looking at it right now. Huh? Yes. Just don't all watch after season three. It gets pretty bad. But okay. the first two seasons are. Mm-hmm. And it's British. And so they like, I love UK TV because they will put 22 episodes worth of content in like three episodes. I'm like, this is season one. <laughs> what? Mm. And then season two is one episode and season three is four. I'm like, what are you? How did you do this? How did you manage this? But. Yeah, but it works somehow. Yeah, it's God. a lot less. I think what I, what's fun about British television, or at least was, I don't know how it is. I haven't watched that much now, but it's mm-hmm. a little less glamorous and a bit more. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, they have superpowers, so it's not the most realistic thing you've ever watched. But like but... the the way people act is a bit mm-hmm. more realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're yeah. right. No, and I I a hundred percent agree because. It is superhero, but it's very much, um, it's grounded though. It's mm-hmm. very grounded because like Alicia's power, like what the hell? Like, who? yeah, what? it's not that even was a power. Like, that was intent and like the trouble that they get into because of these powers. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, uh, and then you still have to do community service, but you walk around with all these powers. Right. Like, you, still, right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you still have to pick up trash, but you have to, it was really, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And the mm, time travels, yeah. I just, yeah, I'm not going to say, Marcy is great. If you, I say, <laughs> I recommend it. Okay. I might have to do it. I mean, I go. You might do another you know, episode. I mean, yeah, week, I mean, let me let me know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Okay, okay. So, uh, what is your final rating? Like with this show, Generation, we've watched it. Season one is done. Do you feel like it deserves a season two? Do you? Would you recommend this? Um, just overall, kind of clothing thoughts on Generation. Hmm. So funny enough, actually, after this conversation, so if you asked me like at the top of the episode, I've been like five out of five, like 10 out of 10, whatever the metric is, that over the number, like girl, it equals one, like as a fraction. After the conversation, I'm actually going to drop it a little bit. Um, So I would say if it was like out of five, I'd give it maybe like, can we do half stars? Go ahead. Yeah, Yeah, whatever. I'd give it like a, like a four, four and a half star. Mm-hmm. type of rating mm. out of five so i do think that like the show does a lot of things I, I probably yeah for for four four and a half out of five um just because yeah the show does do a lot of things really well the show is really like intentional and just like beautiful in a lot of ways but also mm-hmm. they're just yeah like as we've talked about there's just a lot of some of the some of the character arcs are just like pretty shitty so it's kind of like yeah I, I i think in a season two i'd love to see yeah just like more with like ariana's character more just like accountability sort of moving away from this like centering of nathan and like all of that shit um would love to see that um and yeah just like more background in, in other characters and just kind of seeing how they sort of move through space and time so yeah definitely recommend for another season um 4.5 out of 5 for me <laughs> what do y'all think yeah i think we're in the same place marcy i I like don't know. I really I like so much of the show that I'm like, uh, just take off half a point. And I'm like, and I'm, <laughs> I'm like so annoyed with the with Ariana's storyline that I'm like, uh, maybe I'll take off a whole point. Um, 
So I guess it's like four point two thirds. I don't know. Um, because what it does well, it does so well mm -hmm. that it's so recommendable. Yeah. When, but unfortunately, that makes the points where that yeah. Ariana storyline mm. so glaringly, obviously annoying. Mm. But um, yeah. so yeah, I don't know. Four point three three. There we go. Mm. Love that. Okay. Okay. Well, I got three point eight. I just I had to. Oh wow. Yeah. Here, I um, thought I was gonna be the no, one. No, no, no. Yeah, like I thought I was like being edgy. I was like, oh my god. Right. I'm like shaking no, the table. Got, it's I like no, you aren't. I can't because it's 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 too much. See, because I watch, I consume so much media, specifically a comic book, but then like I do like insecure and whatnot too. Um, when you see things done well, they're just done, done so well that when things are done not so well it sticks out like a store thumb and for everything you guys said this was a great show i still like it i would rewatch it today um mm -hmm. but ways in which you feel like not only just with ariana but in the way in which you propped up nathan mm -hmm. like yeah he was mm -hmm. awkward and wasn't like winning the whole time but there was a clear hierarchy to the way that these characters were written in the screen time that they received. Mm. And I just didn't like the idea that in a show about alternative, not alternative, about people who are not normally centered, you center this man, but you, instead of just having him be like a main character, you have him do all these shitty things that like, why should he be redeemed? Like, it just, it, <laughs> there is lack of color culture and experience in this writer's room just has to be because mm -hmm. um, the show is so good but again i've grown up consuming all white media my whole life because that's just what was available and so mm -hmm. i can watch friends and laugh my ass off just like i can watch living single and do the same thing so when mm -hmm. it comes to pieces like this where it's like you could have omitted ariana completely um there was not two black love interests in this show that yeah. is the mark off for me there was no black women like ariana shore but like where were the black women on the show like there's mm -hmm. no black teacher black janitor black bus driver like no no black woman had a space in this show there wasn't even a spanish-speaking black woman and like it's, it's just for me it's i've consumed so many things that the things that are very important to me are are painfully obvious when revisiting shit that I love from the 90s. So when I'm watching something like this, I'm not going to get my foot off your neck. And I think mm. that um, it is a good show, and I would recommend people to watch it, but also with the caveat that, you know, this is another piece of white media that you're going to get mm. where your experiences may not be highlighted and you have to deal with the same old, you know, white boy can do nothing wrong even though he does everything wrong. So, <laughs> yeah. So three point eight, three point eight. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair oh enough. man, there's no lie, right? Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, mm, I just even Chester, not even to be funny, but like this is a conventionally attractive, like light skin, light queer, bright, like, could, just, could yeah. Sam yeah. and him be switched. Like, could they even be switched around the show still? present oh, Chester the same way. Like, come on. Interesting. I, I think Justice is a beautiful man, but godly, if him and Sam were to switch places, like, come on. Right. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Or even a fat um, uh, gay boy. 
Like, right. So, yeah. you know, hey, I'm sorry, but shit. No, I mean, he there is huh. a certain privilege and just like, yeah, like his stature and all of that. That like just makes him more like palatable to these to these spaces yep. like it kind of gives him the permission like you know more mm-hmm. rain to you know be alternative mm-hmm. and not give a fuck because it's like you yep. still are aligned with so many standards right yeah. like a, a right you know, like that as well so Ooh, yeah yeah we all didn't have abs in fucking uh 11th grade god damn it i know i did <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um that's my <laughs> That's my hot take. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm actually, actually screaming. Um, the <laughs> listeners are like, "You're not screaming, though." But um, <laughs> anyway, so. uh, <sighs> damn. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I appreciate y'all, man. This is this always a good time when. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I I love it. I love it. Um, please let these people know where to find you, support you. I'm going, to, of course, put the links in the show notes, but let them. I hear the wonderfulness that is the Color Pages Book Club podcast. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. That is, yes. That is so, our name. <laughs> um, also known as CPBC, although no one ever calls us that. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so you can find us at Twitter at these Color Pages. Or the color pages. It's definitely the color pages. Yeah. The color, or yeah. at Instagram at these color pages. I can't even be mad at Rain when I'm over here messing up our Twitter <laughs> handle. Um. So the color the color pages for Twitter. These colored pages for Instagram. These color pages at gmail.com If you want to send us a message and be like, hey, y'all, Rain is really dope, and we'll be like, okay, well, let us just send you to Rain's email. But thanks. <laughs> Um, and our website, uh, these color pages. Oh, <laughs> yes, 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 listeners. Those links will be in the show notes as well oh as the, <laughs> as well as the link to the last episode that we did, um, which is we are what we are or who we are. I, see, I don't. We are who we are. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Also, I was just know. making sure y'all knew. No. <laughs> So yeah, those will be in the show notes. So please take take a look, click on the links, follow them, listen in, review five stars. Anything less, it's like, why are you reviewing it? Um, yeah, and because uh, it was, I've never understood that. Why would you rate a podcast like three? So like you're listening, like you chose. It's not for work. But, like, if you don't like it, that's fine. But like, don't three stars. Like uh, that's weird. No, what me. I mean. <laughs> To me, two stars always seem the shadiest. I'm like, just put one star. Just put one. Just put like, one star. Like, you clearly don't like it. Like, two stars? Like, <laughs> the petty. The petty. Like, are you serious yeah. right now? Like, yeah. Are you we should just have a one five-star dichotomy? Like, you can either just give one five Or five. Right. Like, leave me alone. Oh, my Look, gosh. Yeah, Ooh, well, two yeah, stars? No, like, you really, you you did that. Okay. Well, I'm just going yeah, like, to let two star ratings up to this. No, for real. And oh don't leave gosh. a two star rating. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so we're about to get like five two star ratings. <laughs> right, me too, shit. We're gonna show them. Um, but no, yeah, oh, that, that, that helps in the in all the algorithms, or so they say. I don't know. I haven't been on the list, but oh, uh, <laughs> yes, please make sure to um, to support. And of course, me, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else, and email me at carefreeblacknerd at gmail If you got some more stuff to get off your chest. Um, give me, give us actually your thoughts on the show, on the show we've done, on the show we watched. Um, check out their podcast, check out our 
collaboration podcast. Just check us yeah. out from shoot. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we collabed recently um yes. and we talked about the whiz so yeah. yes that episode i'm not sure when this, when this episode will come out but like yeah that should be mm-hmm. yeah this that episode should be out shortly if it's not already out so You're right yeah. right and i'll and i'll link that one as well i think this might come out before that one maybe a week or mm-hmm. so but either way i'll link that episode in here as well so you guys have more than enough uh hours <laughs> to fall in love with this wonderful podcast thank you guys thank you, thank you guys so and much thank for you joining. for having us this yeah. was so dope this Always is so fun. so phenomenal i love this indeed. so much yes oh i got me stepping my game i've got trying to trying to think a little bit more critically so yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes yes oh man okay well um listeners this has been another episode and if you've made it this far use the hashtag uh what should i was again uh c P. What's up? What's up? C C P B C. Yeah. C P B C. Use hashtag C P B C. So we'll know you made it this far in the episode. Hashtag C P P B C. Cut, Lord. It'll be in the show notes. <laughs> so <laughs> until next time, y'all. Stay carefree. Stay nerdy. Stay geeky. And please don't fall in love with your counselor. And don't be a terrible oh. white man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>